Triple M rocks the NRL 24-7 through the Triple M app. Thanks to Ream. Steady, hot and strong. Install a Ream. Let's get underway. Saturdays were made for this. The biggest names and the biggest games right here. Triple M rocks the NRL. To our mates at King G, welcome to the Triple M Saturday Scrub. Great to have your company all the way to three o'clock. Then it will be the pre-game show heading into four o'clock. Uh, the prelim final, the Penrith Panthers taking on Melbourne for the right to go through to next week's grand final after South Sydney did the job over Manly, 36 points to 16, looking at that tyre power scoreboard. Brilliant performance from the Bunnies. Uh, we spoke to Benji Marshall a little bit earlier. We've heard uh, Wayne Bennett. Uh, lots of stories lines going through the week. Adam Reynolds being one of them, of course, with that uh, injury to his groin. Uh, but right now, Brent Reid, it is time for this. What have you got for us, my friend? I feel like I've been a bit negative today, Tone. So mm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to weigh in with some positive news for Parramatta fans. Okay. Excellent. Yeah. Posit- positivity. <laughs> yep. uh, look, obviously, there was a lot of talk about Brad Arthur's future at the end of the season, towards yeah. the end of the season. People saying he needed a, a big final series to secure a new deal there or to even to even uh, serve out the final year of, the, of his contract. He's got mm. next year to go. Well, look, I, th- I think Parramatta officials were pretty impressed. They were pretty pleased with how it went. They thought that... Uh, the side was still responding to Brad, that um, they were still buying what Brad was selling. And, look, I think they'll sit down with him soon enough and, and iron out an extension for Brad Arthur. I think he enters his, I think it's his ninth or tenth year next year as Parramatta coach. He's wow. the second longest serving coach of Parramatta history wow. behind Brian Smith. Um, so it looks yeah. as though he'll get an extension. He'll stay there uh, for a bit longer yet. Um, good news for Parramatta yeah. fans. and I think it's well-deserved. There's no sense that the players have lost interest no. in Brad Arthur, is there? No, and I think we saw that the way they played, responded to him at the end of the year. Um, you know, they're unlucky not to beat Penrith in the last weekend. And, uh, yeah, I think um, I think he warrants another uh, an extended deal. I think they want to remove the speculation because they've got to, a lot of players have got to sign before November 1. Uh, they're one of the sides with the most guys have got to re-sign or extend out be, um, before November 1. And they'll probably want to know who the coach is not just for next year, but beyond that. So uh, I think they'll get some news that Brad's that man. Right. Mm. And one man, of course, Reed Marnie, Reed Marnie. Where's he? Yeah. Well, they've got, they've got about seven guys who are um, – well, actually, they're more than that, but they've got seven really prominent guys who are um, entering the last year of their deals on November 1, which means they can go and talk to rival clubs. And obviously with the expansion uh, n- now a certainty to happen in 2023 uh, and the Dolphins most likely to be that team. I mean, part of the Dolphins – um, sales pitch was that they would cover the the area from Brisbane to the Sunshine Coast. That would be their corridor, um, and they've got immediate priorities. Their their number one target will be either Harry Grant, Cameron Munster, or Callum Ponga. They want one of those guys. After that, um, I would suggest that Reed Money be really high on their their list because he's a he's a kid from from the area, he's from the Sunshine Coast. So I know Parramatta are desperate to tie him down before November one. They've started those talks. Uh, and I think they're hopeful. They're obviously hopeful they can lock Reed Marnie away because, you know, hookers are a rare prize commodities, aren't they, in the, in oh, the yeah. game at the moment? So they're looking to get a deal done with him as soon as possible. All right. So we don't know when uh, who that team will be just yet for the expansion. But they've kind of the NRL has started working on the plans. They were modelling the modelling yeah. for it. Well, the, look, the expectations it'll be the Dolphins. I yep. mean, you know, obviously the the Firehawks and the Jets are in the mix as well, but. 
I think most people now acknowledge that when expansion's announced after the grand final, that the Dolphins will be the team that gets mm. the, the nod. Okay. Uh, who's, the, who's the hierarchy behind the Dolphins? Who's the CEO and stuff? Uh, so they've got a guy named Terry Reader who used to be at the Broncos. He was a commercial guy at the Broncos. I think he's heading up the bid team. Uh, and, uh, and they've already spoken to Peter Parr about oh, yeah. potentially yeah. coming on board. Now, I, I don't think it's progressed, progressed beyond an initial conversation, but certainly they're interested in Peter Parr becoming, I guess, the head of football. Manager. Yeah. Wayne Bennett will be the coach. Um, and then Wayne. To be will, fair, he would have been the coach in any, of any of the three. All of them had more coverage, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I, I would imagine it'll be the same situation they've got at South, where Wayne will have someone under him who he will mentor for the next couple of years, and they will eventually take over as Redcliffe coach when Wayne decides to step into, I guess, a coaching director's role of some description. Right, somewhere around 2060. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jamal Fogarty, what's going yeah, on? Yeah, there? there's been a lot going on with Jamal Fogarty yeah. uh, towards the latter stages of last week because um, he appeared on Canberra's radar. I mean, Canberra's pursuit of a halfback. It's going to be one of the running stories of the mm. off-season. Uh, and, you know, they were interested in Dylan Brown. Looks as though Dylan Brown will probably stay at Parramatta now. Um, they were linked with Chanel Harris-Tavita, the Warriors. Uh, he's got a year left in his deal. But Jamil Fogarty has become, I guess, their priority at the moment. Uh, they were told by the Titans that Jamil wouldn't be allowed to leave. He's got two years left on his contract. But my understanding is there will be talks earlier next week between Jamal and the Titans to try and um, work, navigate the situation situation to the point where maybe Jim, Jamal's given permission uh, to talk to the, the Raiders at least and, wow. and maybe move down there. Right. On, read, the back, on the back of Young's uh, Sexton and, and also Sexton. Yeah. Sexton coming through and then you've got maybe Brimson moving to six, six because of yep. Campbell's form at the back and, of the And uh, um, managed by the same company as um, Sexton and Justin Holbrook, so uh, they've got the same manage, management group. Really, I number nine Titans. Uh, sorry, what was that? They need, they need a yeah. hooker. Josh Hodgson. Josh Hodgson. Oh, yeah. It's madness. I've, I've I've spoken to people at Canberra about this and the Gold Coast. And, you know, if Canberra, obviously the Gold Coast have stood firm initially on Fogarty. But, you know, why wouldn't you, why wouldn't you do a swap deal? The, the issue is there's a dis- distinct difference in the salaries in of the salary, two players. Yeah. That's yeah, the yeah. issue. Yeah. But if you can find a way through that, for me, Hodgson is the perfect fit yeah. For the Gold Coast. He's exactly what they need. And Fogarty's exactly what Canberra need. So it makes a lot of sense. So I think people at both clubs can see it makes a lot of sense. Mm. But the issues, the money side of things, there's a big difference between their pay packs. It's also also very interesting when you let the English, you know, tourism, the tourists loosen mm. the Gold Coast. It never ends well for <laughs> really anyone, like does it? No, that's true. Uh, uh, noted in, your, in a sidebar to your always readable column in the uh, Daily Telegraph today, uh, Lachlan Lewis. Now, he's not yes. happy to be just disappear from the NRL. He thinks no. he's got something to offer. No, he actually had it off from the table from Super League. Yep. Um, he's knocked that back because he wants to stay in the NRL. So he still hopefully can he can strike a deal here. His manager's looking around for him. Uh, there was well, some well, he, he should get a marketing uh, job with uh, eBay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh. <laughs> that was a practical joke, wasn't it? It just went wrong. It went wrong. It went very, very wrong. Yeah, yeah. very. Yeah, wrong. it didn't help him. Didn't no. help his search for a club. But uh, he's, but he's a um, smart kid as well. Yeah, We've had him smart. on this show, and yeah. he's been terrific. Yeah, he's um, you know, I, I, he he still thinks he's got something to offer. His manager still thinks he's got something to offer. They're looking around now. I think it's just gonna be a waiting game for Lachlan. I think eventually, if he if he holds his nerve and it gets close to next year in the season, someone will need a, a playmaker. Uh, and some depth in that area, and I'm sure he'll fit the bill. Really, that was terrific. That was positive. Uh, yeah. I liked it. You I'm really, back. really I'm, turned I'm a corner. Really positive again, yeah. Believe it or not, is next. <laughs> Believe it or not, 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 not. Believe it or not.
All right, guys, I've taken one question out because it was just too negative. Oh, too no. negative. No, no room for negativity. Was, no, it was yeah, re- Reedy wrote a couple of the questions, okay? <laughs> you could tell. You could tell, couldn't you? It was obvious. Yeah, so I've just had to cross a couple <laughs> of them out. Um, and I'll maintain most of them, but, you know, just view it positively. All right, believe it or not, Kalen Ponga should be the number one target for the new expansion side. Very positive about this, Tone. Yes, I believe that, yes. Yep. I'm, f- I'm all for that. I think Ponga's a superstar. I love him. Love watching him play. He's a Queenslander. And uh, I think he's the perfect guy to head up an uh, expansion team. Love it. Yeah, he's very marketable, and the kids love him. He's, uh, as they say these days, he's got a big presence on um, social media, especially yep. Instagram, and um, I think so too. I think there's, as Rudy mentioned earlier in the show, it's out of him, Munster, and, and Harry Grant. Uh, I think they'd like to get all three at one stage, some stage, but I think Ponga should be the number one priority, yeah. I'd be going with Munster. He'd be my number one. Yeah. He'd be my number one target, absolutely. Yeah, I just, I think, you know, you've just got to really connect with the community, and I think he just, you know, he's some some... He's a guy that people can really relate to. Not that they don't with Kalen, but you get him up there, you put him front and centre, and I think um, he's a popular guy. He'd do, he'd do great. Yeah, he's a winner as well. All right. Uh, what about this? Again, this is written by Reedy. Oh. Uh, <clears throat> believe it or not, the Rabbitohs will miss the top eight next season, Gerds. No, I don't believe it. No. No, I think they'll, they'll be uh, – I think they're in a really good spot. Got some really good kids coming through. It's going to be a bit trying without, obviously, Wayne there and, and Adam and Dane, a few guys moving on. But there's some good juniors coming through, as we've seen with Taff and – I'll be thereabouts. Okay. Yeah, I don't believe it. Jason Demetrio, I think he's going to be a really good coach. A um, lot of lot, lot of uh, raps on him. He's got, got a, seems to have a really good rapport with the players, and I think they'll definitely be. The, I think they'll be top four next year. I think he's uh, he's going to be a good coach, Jason Demetrio, for a long time. Mm. Been, that, that's true. There mm. hasn't been a great record of the coaches of walking after Wayne. No. And do great stuff. You having a shot at Siebes, are you? No, I'm not having seeds. a shot at anybody. I'm not having a shot at anybody. That's not Tony's go. That's your no. go. <laughs> Thank you, Andy. Thank that, you. That, that question we're going to take out. Yeah, How'd yeah. you write that? Really? I know. Come on, mate. It's love. Kids <laughs> listen to this show. We'll put it up on social media later. Yeah. I mean, it's where it belongs. <laughs> yes, I know. Um, I, I think they'll make the top eight for sure. South Sydney, I think Latrell back. Um, these young guys who played against the Dragons a few weeks back and beat Dragons at full strength and, and South Sydney rested all their players would have given a, big, a good shot in the arm. Uh, South Sydney's all, they're always going to be thereabouts. Yeah. I like this question. Big Tone obviously wrote it, not um, Reedy. Uh, Benji Marshall. Believe it or not, Benji Marshall is the greatest Kiwi to play in the NRL or play rugby league. Are we saying, were we going to say overall oh. or just to play over here? Let's go play rugby league. There you go. He's Ever. the greatest. Kiwi. You're coming to me? I'm coming I to you. I believe it. Yeah. I believe it. Yeah, I think he's been... Uh, I said it earlier, an ornament to the game, Benji. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Uh, he's inspired a lot of kids and great player. Great bloke. Fantastic. Love yep. it. Yep, happy to Believe go with it. Benji, especially if he gets his another premiership, two premierships and I yep. know how many um how many premierships. I mean, who else is in the in the conversation? State guys like Stacey Jones, yeah. Ruben Wiki, maybe? Ruben Wiki. Yeah. Mark Rome, my favourite growing oh, up. Absolutely. Was he really? I, yeah, he was my he I was he was my idol. Him and Terry Randall as I was growing up, Graham Eady. But Mark Rame, the way, same initials. Um, I liked the way he played for the Bears. He had this used to wear them cut off jerseys, so he looked yeah. like his big biceps were bulging, bigger than life. Met he him a couple of times. And what a man! What a great man! What about Olsen Filipina? Oh, oh, the Sorensen brothers. The Soren Dane oh, yeah. and Kurt Sorensen. Yeah. Oh, Kurt Sorensen. Jared McCracken. McCracken. Oh, yeah. The Iros. Iro boys. Yeah. Matty Ridge. Matty Ridge. They have been. Gary Freeman. Yeah. Oh, the whiz. 
It's hard to um, go past the, the Benji. One, I one think one Benji one. tops the yeah, tree, but I agree. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And Rhea finally, Hargreaves. Another great guy. Good player. Yeah. Good player. When Craig Bellamy stops coaching, the Storms dynasty will end. It's as simple as that, black and white. Mm. It's all about super coach Craig Bellamy Gerds. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, Um, yeah, why not? I believe it. You believe it? You believe it? You're going to say good this show too. It'll it'll, 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 it'll never be the same. It'll never be the same. He's, you know, it'll just never be the same. So, yeah, I'd imagine it, it will it will taper a little bit, yeah. Happy to say that. Well, yeah, I think, I think they're out of sight, out of mind situation. Has them always going to be thereabouts? Look, look, we spoke about them earlier, how they their first year was 98. They made finals. Then 99, they won the comp. Um, I, I just think this culture they've developed down there, which Bellamy's and Chris Anderson before him back in the early stages of the developed, is just a, a formidable thing. I think they're always going to be the... I don't. I'd be shocked if they never made the top eight. The Melbourne Storm. Wow. Uh, look, I, I don't think necessarily Craig um, stop coaching will lead to their um, their slide. I just mm. think that all footy clubs <laughs> at some point have a dip. Have a dip, mm. and I don't think necessarily it'll be. You think it's going to be a coincidence that (laughs) Craig leaves and they did? I don't think. You are. I don't think we're. Just say it, mate. Craig will stay stay involved when he stops coaching. He'll Mm. still be there in some capacity. Capacity. Mm. So I think at some point there'll be a dip after Mm. Craig goes, but it won't be instantaneous. I think they'll, when Craig stops coaching, he'll still be involved in a oh, capacity with okay. someone else. No, oh, yeah. And they'll a, a decent standard. It's yes or no, that's isn't it? Down. Believe it or not. I would have thought. Believe it or not. So do you believe it or not? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's got to end sometime, doesn't it? So is that a yes? Yes. I don't think it's related to Craig. Oh, oh, you, 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 oh. come on, mate. One, he gets really, one nasty message on Twitter and look at him. No, no, oh, it turns into a mess. Frank really? listening to you, by yeah, the way. Exactly. Really listen to me. It's my job to sit here and be too scared to say stuff. Oh, okay. right. <laughs> it's not okay, your job. No, I don't think it will. I don't think that it is still land when Craig retires. Oh, okay. Nice I don't believe it. The segment Can is he sit out next week? <laughs> you're sitting I'm out. You're, you're leaving right now. Oh, what, oh, oh, your preparation oh, for coming back uh, at Panthers. 3 o'clock is yeah. just a little, little it's gonna be impartial tone. It's okay. going to be impartial. Good luck. Thanks. Triple M's Saturday Scrum for King G. Pushing the limits in comfort, technology and design. Cameron Smith is at, as we speak, interviewing uh, his former coach, Craig Bellamy. Mm. That could be a conversation that goes forever. They've got so much in common, those two. Uh, we'll catch up with Cam as soon as that is done. Uh, another legend from Melbourne and from Queensland, Billy, Sm- uh, Billy Smith, Billy Slater. <laughs> it has been announced yeah. and confirmed that he will coach the Queensland State of Origin side. It's From every angle, angle you look at it, it seems like the, a good idea. Yeah, well, I don't think they have much choice once... Um, they decided they weren't going to have Paul Green again this year, and those two he, he parted ways with the ways with the Queensland Rugby League. I think Billy was the logical option. Um, as I said, there's not a lot of Queensland coaches around at the moment when you you scour um, sort of the NRL and uh, the coaching ranks, and that's a real concern for Queensland Rugby League. It's something they want to fix. But you, you know, you talk to people in Melbourne about Billy, and they say um, really diligent, really intelligent, very smart tactically. Um, from a football perspective, um, we'll, we'll, prepare, we'll go to un, untold lengths to make sure he's prepared and um, to make sure he's ready to, to, to um, succeed in that role. So I think it's a great appointment. I think he needs to surround himself with the right people. I'm sure Billy will do that because he's a smart guy. So, 
Uh, good times for Queensland. We're back, baby. We're back. <laughs> Before I get MG's take on it, why don't we have a quick listen to what Billy Slater had to say. It's something that's, um, that I'm comfortable with. Uh, like, I'm not teaching medicine. I'm not trying to build a rocket or anything like that. I'm, I'm coaching football, and it's what I know best. Um, I've been involved in the game since I was a four-year-old little boy, and you know, I've coached uh, individuals and, uh, at the Melbourne Storm and, and also within Queensland. So you know, I'm looking forward to the challenge, and I think it's really important for me to do it my way. Uh, yes, we're going to assemble um, a, a strong coaching staff around me, but... It's important that I go in there and, um, and do it my way and, and not try and be um, someone else yeah. that's, that's been successful or someone else that's coached Queensland. If he is looking to build a rocket, he could uh, enlist the help of Justin Olam, who has an applied physics degree yeah, I, learned, I learned today, which is <laughs> absolutely brilliant. But just hearing that voice, uh, MG, oh, and yeah. the strength in that voice, uh, and we know, as you said, about the work ethic of this guy, and also imagine wanting for those players, wanting to be in camp with a bloke like Billy Slater. I think the the coach of these uh, origin teams now have got to have the wow factor. And I think, uh, look, no disrespect to Paul Green, but I don't think he had it. You know, Brad Fittler's got it. Mal Meninga had it. Um, When the players walk into the dressing room for the first time to get their jerseys fitted up and they look at the the coach, they go, wow. Um, So in that regard, I think that, you know, I think Billy Slater's definitely got it. I think think these days you've got to not necessarily coach in the NRL to be a successful origin coach, but you've got to have experience in both games and experience in, and more importantly in camps i think you've got to know how to massage each ego in camps and and billy slater will build a team around him i think you know obviously the guy we're about to speak to ken smith will, will feature prominently you would imagine um I, but i do think he's got to have someone along the lines that new south wales had like the craig fitzgibbons of the world who are who are who are, who are connected to the game as we know it and I suppose the only we were talking about it earlier with Gerds was going to say it, but he's now vacated the premises. Yeah, but he said lazy. someone like a, a Josh Hannay or someone who could you know who's who's been that uh, he played Origin. Um, he's he's been a coach as, as recently as as this year, and he knows the nuances of the new rules. And I think that's really important. Paul Green had Neil Henry, I think, on his coaching staff who, who hasn't been a coach for a while. Paul Green himself hadn't coached the new rules per se, so. Craig Fitzgibbon was the X Factor um, in this year, and we haven't spoke to Brad Fittler um, a few times on the Rush Hour and, and even on this show. And he said that, you know, Fitzy does all the tactical stuff. I'm there to make sure my, my guys' heads are in the right spot and they're, they're there for the right reasons. And it's a great combination. Yeah, I could just be Billy Slater. Be good. He'll be, be awesome, Tone. He'll be yep. awesome. You could be befuddled by the jigsaw that is the interchange. So you do need <laughs> somebody who can do that. So you're saying as well, you think that Josh Hannay is a is a good name? Well, it makes sense. Oh, MG spot on. I reckon one thing Paul Green didn't really get right this year was he didn't have anyone who coached under the existing rules. I mean, he, his coaching staff was Neil Henry and Jonathan Thurston. So he didn't really have any, and he, and Greeny obviously hadn't because he departed the Cowboys last year. So he hadn't really had anyone who played under the modern, the current system. Um, and I'm sure uh, Billy will do that. Billy will have the right people around him, as I said. And, um, you know, I, one thing, the other the other aspect of Billy is people that probably don't know about the involvement he's got in Melbourne and their attacking systems down there. I mean, Mark Brentnell's their attack coach, but Billy's heavily involved or was before COVID uh, in, in their attacking structures and uh, coming up with attacking plans. So he's a really smart coach, Billy, very tacti- tactically astute yeah, just been mm. thrown by the arrival of Peter Sterling, who, of course, will be there for the... Uh, what the, about the, the jerseys wearing? Yeah. 
A Liverpool jersey. Ah, of course he is. Sturlo, mm -hmm. lovely to see you. You'll hear Sturlo uh, from three o'clock. Obviously, the game kicking off at four. What about that? If what about the overseeing kind of role that was talked about being Mal Meninga? Do we still know is, is Wayne Bennett, given he's not going to be having a, a NRL team next mm. season, is he a, a likely figure? Yeah, I'd be surprised if it's not Wayne. I think Wayne would be happy to do it, and it's just a matter of they were going to lock away Billy first and then move on to that role. So I, I'd be stunned if it's not Wayne. And not a bad-looking football team uh, if what we saw in the third state of origin, that Queensland wins, next series, next year's series could be phenomenal. Oh, it just makes it exciting with the, with the coaches. You know, yep. I think origin's about the coaches more so than, than club footy is. I think if you've got a, a focal point as a coach in both New South Wales and Queensland, like we're going to have next year with Billy Slater up against Brad Fittler, that's the duel. Um, it's kind of a personal duel between them two, and it's, it's, it's mouth-watering. I, I can't wait. Still to come, Canadian Club next, big thing, and Cameron Smith right here. Saturday Scrum, we do it thanks to King G. The Triple M, Saturday Scrum for King G. Triple M rocks footy. Really, MG and Tony with you. It's time for this. Over beer? Well, Canadian Club wants to stock your fridge. The next big thing. I'm not working this afternoon. That might be what I do. Just open the Canadian club. Oh, how good! What's the what football? a way to spend an hour. You know, by, ice, yourself, uh, yeah. by yourself. By yourself. By yourself. Yeah. In a highball glass with lots of ice and lots of lime. A highball oh, glass, okay. the kind of long, thin one. Yeah. 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 Oh. A bit of ice through it and then have a little bit of lime, maybe squeeze a little bit in and have the lime set in, in the drink. It's so refreshing. So uh -huh. it, doesn't, it doesn't make you bloated. Oh, I talk from experience, my boys. I speak from experience. Uh, well, that's my next big thing is actually Canadian club. Done. <laughs> Done, exactly. What's yours, MG, heading towards this game this afternoon? Look, uh, it's reportedly going to be very warm. Um, this game is like in the low 30s, and I think that's going to affect one team more than the other. And that's going to affect the Storm more than it's going to affect the Panthers. And I think, I think Kikau's in for something big. I think Kikau's in for a barnstormer today. I think he has to be man of the match. Everyone's saying Nathan Cleary has to be man of the match for them to win. I think Kikau's got to be man of the match because that means the forwards have gotten over the, the other forwards. And if Kikau's man of the match, Penrith win. Just going back to the your weather idea, aren't Storm most of them from the Sunshine Coast? Or, you know? Well, it's, it's Andy Raymond just texted me saying it's 28 degrees right now, so that's going to get to about 30. Uh, mm -hmm. The fittest team in the competition are Penrith because okay. they they train in 40-degree heat all off-season, and they're okay. used to it. They are used to it. Storm, by nature, are uh, Melbournians who come up for the, the Sunshine Coast spasmodically, maybe for a year or so. But they're really Melbournes. They're really Melbourneites. Oh, so Mexicans, Melburnians, yeah. Melburnians, yeah, <laughs> Mexicanas. So they're going to feel the heat, man. We're unlucky boys, it's a bit hot for you today. Go and uh, just cool your heels and let the Panthers run right. Love it. That's your next big thing. My next big thing is Christian Welch because mm -hmm. I think it's a big day for Christian Welch. He's the man who who just zeroes in on Nathan Cleary and puts the pressure on Nathan Cleary. But he's also got a big uh, clash with James Fisher-Harris. Uh, that front row mm. clash will be one for the ages. So he's my next big thing, Christian Walsh. All right. Are you worried at all, MG, about tired legs from Penrith yeah. having to go on the way they have and how tough last week was? Yeah, 100%. And then, the, you know, the game against – they've kind of had, as I said earlier in the show, they've tread water for the last month. And I think they needed a little bit of adversity. The last year they didn't get it before the big game in the grand final. This year they've got plenty of it. They've got injuries. They've got – lack of form, and I think what what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. 
They will be better. They'll be better today. They're going to give everyone a big shake today. Everyone, look, I, I, I get it. I get everyone's writing them off because they look at the two teams and look at the the path they've they've forged to get where they are. And, and Melbourne have had a lot easier run, and they've the prelim you get that week off and all that type of stuff. But Penrith won't go down without a fight, a massive fight. All right, give them a chance. I give them a chance. Yeah, I give them a chance. Of course, love Penrith. Big fan of the team <laughs> yeah. in the suburbs. You listened to the show earlier, Brent oh, underscore Reed number seven. He just give it the Panthers. He give it to everyone. So he's in a mood today. He was in a big no, mood. No, I think they're a chance. If they, if they can find their best, then they can certainly win it. Yeah, speaking there you of, go. Speaking of finding the best, we're looking for him. We get to Cam Smith next. <laughs> Triple M's Saturday Scrum for King G. Pushing the limits in comfort, technology and design. Sturlo, will it be your penultimate game for nine uh, when you, was yesterday when you were broadcasting? If that means second last, yes. yes. It's yes. the fifth time I've used penultimate That's, today. Yeah, I've heard yeah. it a couple of times. Yeah, it's not one of my favourite words, Tony. <laughs> but I, um, this isn't, I, believe it or not, is it? No, no we've no, done okay. it. Sorry, 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 sorry yeah. guys. It went like clockwork too. Of course it did, of course. Your favourite segment of all time, Stella. I've got to agree, agree with you, Reedy, but I like watching footy on my own. Yeah. So we should get together one day and watch <laughs> footy on our own. I can turn you back to each other and watch footy, yeah. I don't like people talking to me when I watch footy. No, mate, I just want to watch the footy in silence. I'm with you, exactly. Except for the commentary, of course. What about if you like going to a game? Would you rather be isolated just watching it by yourself? No, Tony, that's different. Yeah, that's different. That's I don't go to a game and then sit by myself when there are 50,000 people there. Well, I go to a game and the way I interact with the game ends up that I am sitting by myself and people around well, have disappeared. That's, <laughs> yeah. Well, therein lies the problem. Yes. It certainly does. What would you make of last night? Yeah, I enjoyed it um, to the extent that um, I, th- I was waiting for the manly comeback, but it just never came. Yeah. I, th- I thought... If they'd have gone in, say, 16-0 down and Manly come out and score first and second half, I thought, well, they might just get away with this, Manly. But when it got down to 22, they thought some couple of really bad reads, defensive reads just before half time cost them. But when you looked at Manly, who only had basically two opportunities in the first half, they had 35% of possession, yeah. um, you know, were, were turned down on both of those occasions to score. It looked like, well, if they, they get an even share of footy here and they get some field position, you know, this... 2016, 18, 22 might not be insurmountable. And then when they scored the first try four minutes into the second half, I'm thinking, well, it's on. It, might, it might be. Yeah. But then they just got too flamboyant. They, I think, you know, scoreboard pressure, they, even five minutes into the second half, they were concerned by that, came up with two drop balls and, and, and it was all over. So, yeah, good performance from South, uh, great performance from the coach. I know you've spoken about him at, at Norsey this morning, but... Understandably so. It's a it's a wonderful effort, and um, yeah, they'll be they'll be tough to beat. And they sit back and watch today. And um, we spoke um, last night uh, to Billy Slater, and he said that the Melbourne players are very very confident mm-hmm. um, at full strength at O'Carr back. So um, I, I'm trying to find a reason <laughs> to tip against Melbourne. I just can't find it. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's hard. It's, it's very hard because they are. They, we, you, know, they look, you look at it, and that's the thing, Stella. They, you know, have. A, I think for the first time this year, they've been full strength without a car being back, and that's that's just a statement they're making. I think Penrith have got to play the perfect game to to beat them, and have they got it in them? Well, I think they have. I think they can play the perfect game because they've done it for eighteen months. The last three weeks have been, you know, walking in quicksand somewhat, but. If they play their perfect game and, 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 and fight fire with fire, I'll take, take Melbourne on up the guts and, 
and get their kicking game right. I'm, I'm pretty sure that they can, you know, if they're close at half time, put it, this, put it that way. If it's, you know, 10 8 or, or 12 8 at yeah. half time, I think Penrith are right in the game, and, well, obviously. You're a fan, I know, of having that week off. Week off, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. 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 And so that, and given the way, the, the tough game last week for the Panthers, that again helps out the storm. Well, I think so. Yeah, you know, and history supports that. And I, I know it's only a statistic, but. You know, the teams that have got the week off have a fantastic conversion rate of going into a grand final. Um, but this is a young Penrith team and, you know, the question is, were they, the fact it was so physical last week, does that affect them this week or does it just battle harden them? I think it's probably the latter. I, I don't think it's going to be too much of a concern for them. Um, it's just against Melbourne, you've got to get everything right. We keep saying that. You know, Melbourne still control the ruck better than any everybody else. They still, I won't necessarily refer to it as the wrestle anymore because it's not as as pronounced as it once was, but they still control the play the ball area better than anybody. Um, and Penrith need to, to counteract that because once Melbourne, you know, gets you in that, again, I, I don't even think it's a, it's a, it's a wrestle type thing, it, it, but once they get you into that kind of contest, they just know the game so well, you know, they, they, they know this course so well, um, you know, going in, um, you know, on the back of a, of a rest going in into finals football. Um, I, I can't find a reason not to tip them except from the fact it's Penrith. Yeah. Which is great. Nathan Cleary. Now, uh, this, we all know that shoulder has caused him some trouble, as if it wouldn't, uh, the way the path he's gone. He's a target for those guys who are better at it than many, the well, likes of Christian Welsh. Yeah, clearly he is. But if, if we hadn't seen him grab the shoulder um, last week, would we know? Would we Have we looked That's at his game point. and thought, oh, geez, no. he's a little bit... So, yeah, so I'm... You know, it, it, it is what it is, and he's a tough kid. He's, he's proven that. I, I don't think that's a concern for him at all, you know, it's... Yeah, you know, every now and then, if you've got a you know an injury like that, there might be an incident in the game where it's it's a little bit dusty, and we saw that. But um, I won't say it's an overreaction. But if we hadn't have seen that one moment in time, I would have just thought, well, Nathan Nathan Cleary's ready to go 100, percent and he's still the key man for Penrith, and I think that is the case. All right, Peter Sterling. Uh, I know you're going to give that in the pregame in just a moment, but I've got nothing left. Who wins? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. Good night. <laughs> uh, look, yeah. I'll, I'll tip Melbourne. But um, I, if Penrith, they're, uh, yeah, they're, they've been a wonderful side for two years now. And if there is one team who can overcome a physical encounter last week and having to play again, uh, it is Penrith. But I, I think Melbourne have to be favourites. Okay, Reedy's got to go off now and answer all his mail on social media from those who he's attacked. <laughs> mail abuse. Yeah. We'll just yeah. Yeah. Called, you know, Reedy, they're called trolls. Just basically, they're called trolls. <laughs> uh, MG, thank you so much. Yep. Sturlo, thank you, boys. Uh, you Thanks, guys. As well. And Good listeners, hour, thank you. Go out and enjoy your footballers. Triple M rocks the footy. <laughs> Scrum for King G. Pushing the limits in comfort, technology and design. Triple M rocks the NRL 24-7 through the Triple M app. Thanks to Ream. Steady, hot and strong. Install a Ream.